0: Well, Billy Napier has done it again. Um, pretty pretty big weekend so far for Gainesville, and it's just going to keep getting bigger for Florida, and that's something to be so excited for. Um, yeah, it, it's something to be incredibly excited for, incredibly happy for, because the University of Florida has added... Aiden early myzel to the 2023 recruiting class. And it, it's a big, it's a big class so far. This is something where, you know, we were talking about earlier on in the cycle. Billy Napier's not getting the job done. This coaching staff is not getting the job done. There are things to be concerned about. Yada yada yada. No longer the case here. Uh the University of Florida now, I mean, the recruiting ranking has not been updated yet unless that has changed no it hasn't changed but Aiden Mizell has committed to the University of Florida and Aiden Mizell is now the highest ranked commit for the University of Florida's 2023 class I'll take the shades off sorry you guys know how it is uh gotta put them on when we get a commit it's it's the Florida thing now apparently so that's where we are with it but Aiden Mizell has committed to the University of Florida. He's probably not going to be the only commit in this weekend, as in Friday through Sunday, really. Um, obviously, last night, Florida got JaKeem Jackson, the four-star defensive, back to commit to the Gators, which was an awesome add. But now it's, you know, now, now it's a little bit different with Aiden Mizell joining because Aiden Mizell is someone who is pretty dang good and pretty dang highly talented. So I'm looking over here cuz I'm looking at the other monitor to like monitor the chat. Um and that's how I'm doing it today instead of looking at my phone. But Florida adds Aiden Mizell, who is a four-star player. Depending on where you look, he's a top 50, top 100 player, but pretty much everywhere. He's a top 100 player. He's four-star from the state of Florida. He's a Florida legacy. Uh his mom's a track star. He is a fantastic athlete 6 foot 2 180 pounds at a boon he's a night his composite rating is .9658 making him far in away the highest ranked Florida Gators commit previously Eugene Wilson the so Florida's is adding some elite athletes at receiver to have at receiver for the 2023 class at the top of their class They've added Eugene Wilson III and Aiden Mizeau this month, and again, like I said, not going to be the end of it here. But uh, Eugene Wilson III was a .9391 player, and Aiden Mizeau is .9658. He's Billy Napier's first 95 rated kid for or .95 rated kid for this 2023 class. And look, I'm just saying, this is this was a Florida Gators class where a few weeks ago we were talking about. They're not living up to the hype. They're not doing what they need to be doing. They're not, uh they're not living up to expectations. But uh, Aaron Bryan says the title is wrong. On mine, it's on mine. It says Aiden Mizell. I know that I had to change it when the stream started, but on mine it says Aiden Mizell. Maybe try refreshing the page and we'll see if it's see if it's still there. Uh, I don't know. Um, YouTube's being really weird lately, where it's like publishing with the last live stream that I had. Um, I don't, I don't get what's going on there. Maybe it's because I'm using the new. Streaming software, whatever it might be, but the highest ranked commit for Florida, and John Garcia spoke about this earlier this week, where, where you know we discussed what we've discussed so often now is Florida kind of stockpiling players at certain positions. We looked at it at corner, we looked at it with receiver, and when he was talking about receiver, he was like, "Look, looking at the Florida recruiting class right now, you've got Eugene Wilson III, who is a blazing fast, very talented slot receiver who." Uh, John Garcia said that he will be the uh, that he will be the top a top five slot receiver in the entire country when the SI ninety nine ratings come out. So that Eugene Wilson the will be ranked pretty high on that list, and he's your slot receiver, your your deep threat receiver. Uh, and then you also look at receiver, and it's got Creed Whitmore recently got upgraded to being a four star receiver. He was playing quarterback. He moves around a lot. So it's hard to gauge him, but right now you kind of just look at he's a project, and you're comfortable with a project. This is high high schoolers coming to college. You're comfortable with a project, and especially when you have Coach Colbert, you're kind of confident in your ability to develop receivers at this point, where Florida's always done a very good job at developing receivers. That's something that they've been doing forever at this point, but now you've got an, an even better Wide receiver coach, and that—that's clearly what Billy Napier was doing. He said, "I want great recruiters and great developers," and he went out and he got that at a lot of positions, specifically receiver and corner. And then you've also got Tyree Patterson, who, when he committed to Florida, everybody was like, "Who cares about this kid? Like he's a nobody." And then he went climbed up to a three star, and the expectation is that he will continue to rise. And John Garcia has talked about Tyree Patterson a lot recently, where he's been saying. You know, he's your he's your stereotypical ex receiver, but he's got some wiggle to his game, he's got some nimbleness to his game, he's got ability to be a legitimate, well rounded receiver. And then we were talking about the potential of adding Aiden early Myzel, and John Garcia could not stop gushing about him. He's like, This is your number one receiver. He's like, You've got Eugene Wilson in the slot, you've got Creed Whitmore moving around, you've got Tyree Patterson outside. This is your number one receiver who He can move in the slot. He can move outside. He can do anything you ask him to do. And Aiden Mizell is not, um, he's not Eugene Wilson fast, but he is, however, a very shifty receiver, which is arguably more important um, because if you're fast, they can play over top and kind of take you away. If you're shifty, you can take the ball underneath and take it for a very large gain. So Maybe people will prefer Shifty over Fast, and and that that's fantastic. Um, looking in the chat real quick, Brian Carter said, "Hell yes! Finally a top one hundred kid. Let's go Gators." That's what I'm saying. Let's go Gators. It, it's time. Uh, Nicholas M was talking about the twenty four seven rankings not changing yet. Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like they've been kind of slower than usual with it the past few days. Uh, they've added Aiden Mizell to the list, but the ranking has not updated. That's usually that's what happened yesterday when Jakeem Jackson joined. Was that they were twenty three. They added him to the list of commits, but the rank list, but the uh, order hadn't changed yet. But again, that will change probably while we're still recording this. I wouldn't expect it to take that much longer. And yes, Nicholas, you were talking about Andy Jean. And that's what I'm saying, Scooter Man, Blue Chip, Billy out here, just putting them all on the table. Um, but yeah, Andy Jean is someone that we're we're going to talk about it a little bit and we're going to talk about the rest of this recruiting class but first just a quick word from bet online because I don't know about you guys but I'm a betting man if you think Florida's going to win 7 or more games like I do take the over if you think they're going to win 6 or less games then one you're dumb but two take the under if if you want to do it like you know I I guess scared money don't make money but that's just dumb money there's a difference between scared money and dumb money betonline.net is your number one source for all of your betting needs and sports information I've said it before. I've been using Bet Online for five to six years, coming up on six years now. Actually, almost it's it's been a while. But you can bet on everything: football, baseball, basketball, soccer, hockey. Tennis is dead to me. Darts, table tennis, esports. League of Legends has been profitable. I'll, I'll say that much. Profitable. Um, it's fantastic. Head to the website today, or use your mobile device to learn all about the trends and action. Check out Bet Online. It's where the game starts then Now, looking at this class, we're going to see if the rankings have updated now. No, they still haven't updated. That, that It is what it is. But Florida right now is 17th. Miami is number 9, by the way. But Florida is 17th at 211.37. They're behind Cincinnati, barely behind Cincinnati, Texas Tech. It wouldn't shock me. This should put us at least top 15. Florida should at least be top 15 now. Depending on how it works out, maybe passing... Yeah, no. Florida, Florida should get a, a nice little bump from this. I'll say that. Florida is just cleaning house right now. Um, number seventeen, at least top fifteen, at the very, very absolute least. Maybe even passing Baylor, USC, Arkansas. It's gonna be a good one. I'll, I'll say that. It's, it's gonna be a good one. Florida's out here doing their thing. Oh gosh, a lot, a lot of chat here. Um, the commitment was funny. That's what I'm saying, dog. That was, and I saw people in the chat when Aiden Mizell was like, oh, where are the hats? Where are the hats? And then he went, ran, he's like, oh, I'll go get them. And he ran to go get them. And people were in the chat like, oh, this is planned, which I was, I was, I was kind of iffy about because I was like, you have this whole presentation. It would be funny if you forgot the hats. And then he walked out with two live baby gators, a Florida hat and Florida shirt. And it was dope because it, it's also like a lot of us expected Aiden Mizell to be a Florida gator. That was I believe John Garcia this past week called it the lock of all locks for this weekend. Um, but it, it was still really cool to see. Cause like you could hear the crowd start screaming before he even came into screen. And then he just holding the gators and it was really good. Cool. They had their mouth tapes. Don't worry. He's not going to, he's not going to hurt his hands. Um, but he's holding the two gators and it was, it was just a really awesome commitment. It was really fun. We haven't seen that in a long time. Um, but yeah. A1 athlete said, gotta love the fact that all these guys are having Florida. Um. I'm in the running. Uh, It's definitely Billy trying to make it happen. Shout out to Billy Bags. Be behind you, bro. Next year will be even better. This year, we don't expect too much. These kids haven't even seen you coach a game. Go Billy Bags. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, we've been talking about this coaching staff for so long. We've been saying, look, Florida's not going to be this insane recruiting class. because, And one of the primary reasons is that Billy Napier is coming from the Sun Belt to the SEC. He's bringing the guy that was his offensive coordinator uh, two years ago, not last year. Last year, Rob Sale was in New Jersey with the Giants. Um, And he's bringing his defensive coordinator from the Sun Belt. He's not bringing like an SEC coordinator or anything like that. He's bringing Sun Belt guys. And then, and Sean Spencer is also a co-defensive coordinator who was also with the Giants last year. Um, But he's bringing in guys that are not proven at the SEC level. So yeah, the expectation should have been they, they're not proven at all. That's one of the biggest knocks on them, and it's deserved. I want to make that very clear. I think that's a very – I think that's a safe knock to have on someone to go, well, we don't know what they're going to be. I'm comfortable saying that's a knock to be like, well, we don't know what it is. And I know that there are people who go, well, if you don't know what it is, it could be really great, could be really bad. It's like a – I think it's a family guy bit where it's like, well – should we take what's should we take the boat or what's behind door number two? And it's like door number two could be anything. It could be a boat. So it's one of those things where, yeah, it could be, it could be amazing. Um and that's kind of what the expectation should be for this class. Like, don't expect much, could be awesome, could be bad. On to the next one. Derek, Garden, thinking maybe I'm thinking maybe we won't uh maybe this won't be the last time going live today. I don't know what it is. I feel like Friday Night Lights, someone's gotta commit, right? We should move up to 14 today. I mean, we could move past 14 today. It depends on if other people commit as well. Like I said, it's Friday Night Lights. It's it's a big time here. But Aiden Mizell, uh, he kind of tops off this class, but then adding maybe Andy Jean, which we're kind of confident. Zach Goodall had a good tweet about it earlier today. Uh, I forgot what it was, but basically it was the way Miami is recruiting these Ohio State receivers kind of gives comfort that they're not feeling like they're in the running for Andy Gene, So that's fantastic for Florida. And it's like, now we've got our quarterback, we've got our running back. We've got an entire receiver room. We've got a couple offensive linemen need to add more. That's, that's fair. You need to add more, uh, defense. I mean, you need interior defensive linemen, but you've got two guys that can play on the line. You've got an edge. You've got, you need linebackers desperately. You've got corners. You've got safeties. You're probably adding another safety tomorrow. Um, Florida, Florida's in it for a lot of these guys as well. But this class is finally coming to sh- coming to form. We'll say um, that that's how we'll say. It. We'll say that this class is coming to form. Uh, the, the rankings have not updated yet, which is still up. Florida is now number fourteen. There it is. Uh, Florida's number fourteen in the rankings. They passed Cincinnati, Texas Tech, and Baylor which is great because Baylor, Texas Tech, Cincinnati all have recruits in the 20s. Florida's at number 14 and just passed them. Uh, Florida's right behind USC, which is understandable. And I think if Florida gets another commit today, they'll pass USC. Um, I think it's going to take a couple of commits to pass Arkansas, and then it, it, the gap gets bigger at that point. Um, but if Florida gets another nice commit today to pass USC – what do you think our chances are with Mpemba? I don't know, Derek. Um, Samuel Mpemba is an interesting one because he's someone who I've heard uh, would prefer Miami. But we'll see. This class is growing. Miami's been cooking at IMG. That's an undeniable fact. Um but it's also like I think Florida it's confusing to me. And we'll take a few minutes to talk about this. Cause I don't I don't care. It's my show. Um but we'll take a few minutes to talk about this because it's confusing to me why there haven't been more why there hasn't been more interest from linebackers and edge rushers with Florida because of this defensive scheme. Maybe they're nervous about, you know, if they want to be a pass rusher And this defense is going to ask you to drop back in coverage every now and then. Maybe they don't want to do that. Like maybe Malik Bryant is like, well, I want to play on the edge or I want to play off ball exclusively. Um, Whereas Florida, if you're an edge or you're a linebacker or even a tackler you're going to be dropping back into coverage, rushing the passer. You're going to be doing a lot. And some people want to be specialists. Personally, I think you should go to the place that adds more versatility because I think more versatility is value. So I think there's that. But I don't know. I I think Mpemba, if he wants to be a pure pass rusher, will be Miami kid. Uh, If he wants to be a well-rounded defender that can play in coverage and can do whatever, I I think we'll see him in Gainesville. Uh, It also depends, obviously, on just what he wants. You know, like if he's a kid who's chasing the bag, ain't going to be a gator. (laughs) I'll tell you that. But if he's just, you know, if he's looking for a more, um, I don't know, I guess like homey, modest feel kind of situation – uh, I think Florida's got the edge there if you're looking for, like, a comfort spot. Uh, when has Florida ever had an elite NFL receiver? The only way you can go to Florida is <laughs> you against Dicky. Dickey. Um, look, Florida's put quite a lot of guys into the league lately. Sorry it's not Mike Harley. But, no, Florida's put, you know, first-round pick, Gadarius Toney. Freddie Swain went from being a day-three pick to being the number-three receiver on the Seattle Seahawks. Uh Tyree Cleveland is there. Demarcus Robinson's been there. Antonio Callaway was solid when he was able to play, and he had a whole bunch of off-field stuff. Iceman and inheritance like, for you to be like, oh, like, Florida doesn't put elite receivers into the NFL. Um, like, just say you don't know what you're talking about. Like, Florida puts plenty of players into the NFL, plenty of receivers where, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry that it's not Braxton Berrios or anything like like um, Miami's just you know they're Miami. Like they show up, they do their thing. But receiver, they've got Charleston Rambo, they've got Mike Harley, they've got Philip Dorsett, who is a horrible bust. They've got KJ Osborne, who is bleh. They got Braxton Berrios. Like, like what are you talking about? Like what are you? I'm a, like you're talking about Miami, and it's like you you just don't make sense. You're just a fool for how you're talking. Like Florida's at least putting people into the NFL that you know. Play the game. That actually get effort. Tyree Cle- That actually get burned. Tyree Cleveland. Van Jefferson. Brandon Powell is one of the best punt returners in the league right now. He just lit it up. Demarcus Robinson, like I mentioned. Josh Hammond is there. Kadarius Toney, like I mentioned, is a first-round pick. Freddie Swain, like I mentioned, is a late pick and is a number three receiver on the Seattle Seahawks. Like, and look, here's the thing. I'm all for coming in here to talk trash. But, like, specifically for you, take the the few brain cells you have and and try to put them towards a more concerted effort of actually being accurate with what you're trying to do because the point that you're raising doesn't make sense. Iceman who were you talking about that Miami's put into the league in the past 15 years that's been a talented wide receiver. Like that's what I'm saying. Like you're just not making sense. I didn't even bring up Percy Harvin cuz it was so long ago. That's my point. That Florida, for a while now, has put receivers into the NFL fairly consistently, and it's it's been pretty solid. Um, anyway, I'm getting back to the recruiting class. I'm getting back on topic here because Jordan Castle is committing tomorrow at 10.30 a.m., which, by the way, if he commits, we will be going live again. If there are any other commits and I'm available to go live, I will be going live Um Yeah, Cody Phillips, yeah, Kyle Pitts plays receiver, tight end, whatever. Um, But, I mean, I'm not counting him as a receiver. He's going to play tight end for the Falcons more often than not at this point. Or, well, he'll probably play more slot and more out wide combined. But tight end will probably be his most consistent position. Um, So, there's that. But, yeah, I mean, this is going to be a big weekend for Florida. I I get the feeling, and we've all, for weeks now, we've been saying, July, the end of July is going to be a big month for Florida, which kind of hasn't really come out the way that we were hoping because we were thinking Malik Bryant, uh, Peyton Kirkland, Jonah Aguero, uh, Derek LeBlanc, Jakeem Jackson did commit, John Walker. But it's like John Walker said he committed to UCF silently three months ago. So that wasn't happening. Peyton Kirkland, Florida backed off Peyton Kirkland because he, you know, he, he tried to milk it too much and his time ran out. And so he lost his opportunity to do that. So Florida stopped recruiting Peyton Kirkland. Uh, Joan El Georgia, man, like, like it's Georgia. I don't care what you say about Georgia, what you want to talk trash about them, whatever you want to say. The biggest insult used to be they can't win the championship. Um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Iceman inheritance, you're like, oh, the U has a Hall of Famer and two more incoming, Andre Johnson and Reggie Wayne. You're naming guys from the early 2000s. What is recently to you? Like, do you look up what that word means because you're not making any sense. That's what I'm saying. I'm not even trying to get heated with you. I'm just saying, you're like, you're saying recently, and it's like, mm, nothing. Like, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, like we're talking about recently. And it's just like, you make no sense there. Um, so that's what we're going on about. But again, I'm, I'm ignoring him at this point. I'm I'm done with him. Um, it's just I can't stand some people. And yeah, I know you're still here. I don't care. I hope you're upset about it. But that's just where I'm at with it. But, you know, Florida's Florida's adding people. And it hasn't really panned out as we've hoped. But with Friday Night Lights and with the barbecue tomorrow, Florida is looking to make a big push to end the month and if we get you know Jordan Castle comes in and a couple other 2023 kids that don't have like scheduled commitment dates but if they commit to Florida that's a bit like Florida could legitimately contend with LSU Tennessee and Miami and Penn State and Clemson by the end of this weekend like like Florida could be Again, I'm not saying that it's going to stay that way. Kids are obviously going to decommit. Kids are going to commit. Kids are going to decommit from all these schools and commit to all these schools. Um, But Florida could be in contention for a top 10 class at the end of this week or at the end of the month, really, whatever. Same thing. It ends on a Sunday. Uh, But I think that's all you can really ask for. And what I really want to see from this week is Florida. um, What I really want to see for Florida is being able to close out on these commits. And this is the last thing I'll say before I leave. If there are any other questions in the chat, put them in there and I'll get to them. Um, But the last thing that I really wanted to point out was I'd like to see Florida this weekend close out commits because we've seen, and we talked about this again, I believe it was Wednesday's episode of Lockdown Gators with John Garcia, where we were talking about Florida has done a, um, (laughs) where Florida has done a really good job of being hats on the table. And by that, I mean, you know, when they're final three, final five, whatever it is, they, they've done a really good job of getting their hat on the table there. Um, however, I don't care about that. You're talking about Florida. Like, you're, you're talking about the University of Florida. This is an elite program. It hasn't been for a little bit, but but this is historically... An elite program. And I, I think that uh sorry, I need to close this. I'm getting notifications out the wazoo Um, Florida's an elite program, and you have to close on these recruits. Like you have to be able to get these kids to go, I'm gonna go to Florida, not drag them out, not let them take their time, not do whatever. Like Florida could have had Peyton Kirkland if they pressed. This staff does a fantastic job of going, you know. Be confident. I worked retail. I know that's I know that sales strategy. Going, no, no, no. You make this. You make the decision. There's no rush. Be comfortable. Do whatever it is that you want to do, and, and we'll we'll take it that way. Florida and this coaching staff: Billy Napier, Patrick Tony, Sean Spencer. Everybody, they need to. I don't know why Iceman and Harris, when you're going to put the U on the schedule every year like Florida State as if I work for Florida and I get to make the decision. I've said it. I want Miami and Florida State in the SEC because I want to punch the crap out of them every year, and that's what I want to see from Florida. But Patrick Toney, Sean Spencer, William Piegler, Billy Napier, Rob Sale, uh, Ryan O'Hara, um, Stapleton, Bateman, everybody. You need to close on these recruits and get them to commit. That's what you got to do. You've got to be able to close it. And that's what I'll end on. Nobody relevant is saying anything relevant in the chat right now. Um, But we will be going live for every commit if I'm able to. I'll check out the Twitter. It's on the bottom of the screen right now. And and we're going to see what happens with it. It's going to be an exciting weekend for the University of Florida and the Florida Gators. And I'm hoping I'll see you all again tonight, but if not, probably tomorrow. If I can close this in time. (laughs)